This is your birthday song. It isn't very long. Huzzah! Huzzah! Happy birthday, Dan. What'd you do? Uh, I went for coffee. Went to a farmer's market because I'm a white person. I was about to say, because you're so white. Yep. <laughs> we fucking love farmer's markets. Um, and then I went and saw a little movie called Mission Impossible Fallout. I like how you did that. All right. And 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 did you feel like it was it was worth some of your birthday to do that? It was. It was. Um, the Clark who sits next to me at movies really enjoyed it. Uh, as glad. did as did the Austin who sits next to the Clark who sits next to me at movies. <laughs> it seems like I have to say that first opening scene, which felt longer than the usual opening scenes, I felt like was really a great. It was a great intro. I think that. This movie gets going and it just doesn't stop, especially like once they're in Paris, it's just never going to slow down. It doesn't slow down for hardly a second after that. Yeah, no, I agree. I I ha- I was when I first saw this movie, so I saw it on Monday and then I saw it on Wednesday and uh I have to say I feel like it's one of my favorite action films that I've ever seen because I think it just it has all the pieces to it that really make a good action film and i just felt like there was solid plot and really it just it it felt like it all worked for me and there were only a few parts that i was like i don't really like this yeah it's it definitely delivers on what we've come to expect from this franchise especially in like the last two entries which is Tom Cruise is going to do something ridiculous. Like, like he one-ups the stunts every single time. Yeah, it's it's just, you know, when is what's what's Tom going to get certified or trained to do next? Like he is he's living his best life. He is getting paid to learn to be professionally badass. Yeah, I mean, he took 2 years of helicopter flying lessons so he could do that scene because they were like, "Well, we could have done we could have done that scene in on a green screen, but it wouldn't have felt like a Mission Impossible movie. And did you see like that moment where he broke his ankle and then he like got up and was still doing yep. it because like he knew they weren't going to come back to that scene after he broke. He like knew it was broken and he just still went with and it. And he just hobbles like, off. And, and <laughs> like at, whether or not you like him as a person or respect his religious views or, or whatnot, like he is so committed and he... No one can really be quite that that much of an action star in the way that he is, in a subtle way. Like he isn't he is a very big action star, but he has gotten more subtle with his with his gestures and his face and like certain things he says. Like he's a lot less like out there. So it's not like a Jason Statham or a Sylvester Stallone or Arnold Schwarzenegger thing where it's it's like just it's big. There's levels to it. And I got to say, I think he might just be the best action star we've ever had. Like, I feel like I put him up there with McQueen. Like, I loved McQueen. I love McQueen in old movies. And I think he has a really great subtlety to him at some time, at some points. But he, like, just went for it. And I think that he is he is like that for me. And he's got more comedy than McQueen had. He's got just a little, a, a sprinkling of Harrison Ford everyman action here, which we there. need though for this yeah. kind of movie because it's so crazy. You well, need it's utterly like, crazy. You need the Simon Pegg and Vinton Rames element to it. 
Yeah, I felt I felt bad for for Ving Rhames in this because Homeboy just kept getting captured. That was like all he was there for. I yeah, I felt like he. Well, it was funny because he's been in a few of the movies, obviously, but like I believe he, he's been in. Hasn't he been in all of them? Uh, not the first one. He was definitely not in the first one. That is incorrect. He what? is totally in the He's first one. He's in the one. first one? He is in the first one. Luther appears in Mission... I can't remember if he's... No, he is in Mission Impossible 2. That's right. He, yeah, he, he's, he's no, been I in know he's in. I know he's in two. Give me a second. After, after John Voight fakes his death and... Spoiler. Uh, for a movie from 96. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Like yeah. when he gets the new crew, uh, like the whole Jean Reno time but i guess yeah. i get so sidetracked because of the whole jean renault thing um yeah it's, it's yeah. always it's weird to go back and watch that and be like yeah. holy shit yeah no and he is so yeah and he's into and yeah he's and he's three. i mean he i knew he was in three he's only at the very end of four mm, and i think uh-huh. is it he just at the very beginning of five i feel like he's just at the very beginning of five because that's when ethan has to basically just disappear well, and that's when even uh, Ethan goes uh, diving, and um, yeah, he's yeah. he's a little yeah, less he, hands on in that. Yeah, one. I think he's in that scene with Benji at the very beginning, at least mm-hmm. in Rogue Nation, where uh, Tom Cruise has to get on onto the plane while it's taking off. Yes, but now this this movie yeah. illustrated a little bit that if he's in the entire movie, he just kind of doesn't really work. He just spins his wheels because, like, what's he gonna do? Like, it, at the big, at the big important technical moments, that's when you need Luther. But when Tom's just running, <laughs> what's yeah? What's Luther you doing? don't really need him for that. And I honestly thought he was gonna die because he's not really. He wasn't in too much of the trailer, yep. and that opening scene. It seems like it's possible, but mm-hmm. then there is that whole point of it added. It did add to the plot of like he really can't let one person go for the sake of millions. Like he can't let a member of his team go. And I think that probably in part comes from that moment at the beginning of the first movie where he loses almost his entire team. And he's already let go of his wife and mm-hmm. he's um, he's he's a crazy guy who just does these missions and doesn't have a family, doesn't have a life outside of this. The people he does this with are it for him. They're yeah. his squad, but he's not, I don't know if he's just not conditioned as much as soldiers are, or if he's just not handled in the same way that soldiers are, but it's, I don't know, it's it's interesting to, it's, I kind of felt with, when they got, the, when they let the plutonium go away, I kind of felt similar feelings towards Tom as I felt towards the little clone girl in uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Where I was like, oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. No. You can't just let the dinosaurs out. Um, yeah. I totally agree, though. It's, it's, there was, I do like that with having these recurring characters, like having Simon Pegg be in this, the, this last trilogy, like, I think it gives us a connection and it, we feel invested. I was super curious about Jeremy Renner. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know he was busy playing tag and whatnot, but he, <laughs> I, I I hoped, spoiler alert, it's going to start just spoiling things full on. Spoil, With spoil, 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 Alec spoil. Baldwin dying, I was hoping at the end that he would become the new secretary. And like he'd mm-hmm. be coming in and being like, okay, like, 
let's start this or something like that and like and just uh, but like have him walk into the tent and just be and be like yeah the new secretary gave us orders or something like that and 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 then Jeremy Renner walks in like so you know he gets a day on set like that's it but which would have been pretty easy for him to do but I don't know I didn't really miss him maybe it's just because I'm such a basset hound but uh Erica Sloan mm. wow that yeah. was that I was, was sitting on that one. I was I was, I was like, wondering I'm like how long have you wanted to say that? I well, mean, during the you... movie I was like, you know, they call them uh cumber bitches. I guess are the the fans of Angela Bassett Bassett hounds? Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? They better be. <laughs> but yeah, so it was it's very it's very interesting to see how how the team evolves and it's cool. I don't think Ving Rhames is really great for a full film. I think he has really wonderful moments and I really my heart goes to him and I love him and I love him for those sweet moments, but I really did not think it was necessary to have him for the whole thing. I do find him and Simon Pegg as a partnership kind of cute, but I think they don't we don't need two of them. Well, and moving Pegg into the field. Yeah. Um like we were just getting pegged this whole movie and at a certain point you just have to stop pegging us and just give us a little break yeah but i think i i I prefer their banter i like them in the van um because if you know as we saw in this movie and the last movie we have rebecca ferguson let her be out in the field let let female ethan let elsa be out in the field elsa is an amazing character and i am so the happiest thing i think i can say about this movie is Ethan did not kiss her, and I was so afraid. I was so afraid it was going to happen, bringing her back. I love her and Ethan's dynamic. I love that they're never exactly on the same page. They're roughly wanting to get to the same point, but they have very different they have very different trajectories, very different understandings of what needs to be done. And so, but I love when she comes on. Like, it's just so fun. And I, I, I rewatched while waiting for the for the sixth movie i rewatched the fifth movie that that scene at the opera is so amazing and she is so stunning and that was one of her i think it was her first day or one of her first days filming and she had no idea what she was getting into and like that's like her first thing that she's doing and i loved that i loved that she definitely just felt she feels complicated and interesting and confused but also She's so strong at the same time. And I feel like she and Ethan are both really struggling with their feelings of alliances with each other as opposed to with the team that they're they're loyal to. Yeah. And so I do love that. And I'm hoping that if we're going to get another one, which I can't see why we wouldn't, that we're going to see them working more hand in hand, but still maybe with slightly different trajectories because I, I, I don't like when, the, when they're on the exact same path. It's not as fun for me. I think if there's going to be any overlap in their path, it would be more in a behind-the-scenes capacity. I want to see her start doing some crazy stunts. That's the only – like I want to see oh, yeah. Rebecca Ferguson training her ass off to be – I mean, but if you <sighs> think about it, they had to take a break for like mm-hmm. a year – a year and a half almost. Um, and so she had a baby. She got pregnant and had a baby between when they had to stop because of Tom Cruise's injury and when they started again. So if you think about that, like what she was doing, pretty fucking badass. Oh, absolutely. She's, I just want you know, to see doing her stuff. do yeah. even more. No, I agree. And I think as, hoping that Tom Cruise does not break anything. And he's like, um, he's not a young man, let's be honest. This 
this yeah. franchise at a certain point either has to end or he has to pass the baton to somebody. I mean, he's 56, so he's not, you know, he's... No, I I could see him wanting to do at least another one, if not two more. I couldn't... I, I think it'd be really hard based on how the production value and how long it takes um, because of the elements that are put into mm-hmm. each Mission Impossible movie. I can't really see doing a whole new no, trilogy. I'd say one, one more and let's wrap it up and send... You know, Ethan Hunt off into the sunset. Yeah, let him and I mean, and maybe that's what they're why they're bringing Ilsa in because I think she would be an excellent partner for him yeah. to end up with. Like she understands the complications of that. And so, yeah, I really, but all in all, like great, great movie. I think, I think we've covered yeah, a right? lot of it. <laughs> um. So, but speaking of Ilsa, she's your, she's. She's your your girl. Oh yeah, isn't I, she? she was definitely my my favorite character in this. Um, she did the least amount of obnoxious monologuing and over explaining mm-hmm. of plot elements. She had a pretty clear goal of like, I need to get him mm-hmm. to MI six so that I can uh, be free and clear. Very clear, nice motivation makes perfect sense. Very logical. I like it. So she's set up well as a character without the convoluted, like, I didn't give a shit about the apostles. Like, what? this doesn't mean anything. Well, and also, they're not really <laughs> Yeah, in I'm like, I-, I hope you're setting them up for a future movie because it was John Lark. Spoilers. Ooh. Uh, John mm-hmm. Lark and, um, Solomon, and Solomon Lane. Lane. That was it. And, and having the apostles, you didn't need them at all. You could have just had uh, Vanessa Kirby's white widow network function the same way anyways her, her she was delightful she was i was not i had no idea she was in this movie um <laughs> i was like princess I margaret know. what are you doing I here was like, princess margaret you well, are just fantastic I lo- yeah we'll get we'll get anyways, to her anyways. we'll get to her um i have stuff to say about uh, her too. but uh yeah i really enjoyed her motorcycle work um, how much of that was her oh, or not, yeah. I don't know. But um and the <laughs> the only thing I didn't like was her their little garden scene where she's not saying yeah. anything and Ethan's just inferring all the answers and just having a conversation with himself. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Um yeah, I think her her end fight scene was great. Yeah. Um I think she there, she has she has a really amazing amount of intensity with just her eyes. Oh yeah, great face acting. Which I think acting. is fantastic. Yeah. She she is she is a great actor as far like it does action or not like mm-hmm. and so to be a good actor in action sequences, that's hard, as as we can learn from other characters in this movie, um, that I really did not find believable at all. But yeah, um, I but no, I totally agree. Like she, I think she was just such a standout. I have to say, I loved that you actually have four very different but very interesting women in this, and I feel like this is a first time for Mission Impossible. You've got Angela Bassett, who not the easiest person to like all the time, but you know, strong and takes no shit, and I love that. And then you've got you, and I mean, you've got Ilsa, you've got Rebecca Ferguson, and she, you know, kicking ass, taking names, like really, really strong character. You've got this newcomer in the White Widow, 
funny, sort of, I feel like she was a nice little, uh, she was a nice little memory of of some of the Mission Impossible girls past, like a little too excitable almost, where she kind of reminded me a little bit of, I can't remember John Voight's wife's name in the first oh, one. yeah. But kind of, I felt a little reminiscent of her, where you don't really trust her, you don't really know what her motives are, but fun. She was fun to watch. And then you've got the return of Michelle Monaghan, which we needed, I think we needed that closure. She's li- She's a lot stronger and more empowered. And I love that she just randomly is married to Wes Bentley. Uh, <laughs> and no big deal. I was like, well, I mean, I guess it makes sense that they choose like, they like choose someone that we like recognize their face. But I like burst out laughing when I realized it was him. And so, I mean, like, but she, she's, she has a really great moment with Tom where it was, a ne- I'm glad we had that closure because I don't think we really, we got kind of introduced to like her living this nomadic life in the fourth and then the fifth. There's like, it, it didn't really feel like it was priority. And so I kind of like that they just closed it up and just like they, they shut the door on that story. She's fine. She's happy. She's strong. She's living life. And she wouldn't be living that version of a life if she hadn't met him. And so ultimately he made her life better instead of worse. And so there was a nice cathartic moment for him. And so I think they all had really interesting roles. Some of them worked with Ethan and some of them, you know, they were doing their own thing. And I liked that. I, as, as, as a woman, it is really nice to see four characters that are really different that are all women in an action film. Like that's really not something you get to see. And that it was much. organic. And so it it, I it didn't that. feel like a forced thing of like, oh, we got to get some girls in here. It was just like, no, these characters happen to be female and they all have their own goals and ambitions within the context of the story that all make perfect sense. It was great. Yeah, completely. Yeah. And and he kissed none of them. Not true. He kissed. Well, well no, wait. He got nope. kissed. <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say, he did not kiss her. That was, like, totally hers. Like, I, I actually, I leaned over to the guy who sits next to me at movies, and I said, wow, that was the most one-sided kiss I've ever seen. Like, the, he was not into it. He was, like, appeasing a small child. Yep, I was um, like, oof, she's barely older than Siri. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I'll talk about my, my, my go-to. I'm... I'm not going to be as feminist as you are. I'm going to say Ethan Hunt, Tom Cruise. He did an amazing job. And I I agree that garden scene, eh. There were like a few scenes, of course, like not really feeling it. His chem- He and Henry Cavill, their chemistry did not work for me. But I think that was really more on, on Henry's part. Not really necessarily. I, I think they, they just didn't mesh, though. Like they didn't work. Mm-hmm as a team and I think that was my big issue and I think there were moments that were really really funny like the bathroom yeah was like it was a that was a great scene but I mean they're few and far between I really didn't need to see those two guys working together I would much rather have had it be Simon Pegg or you know someone like that or have it be Ilsa like I there was something too similar but off about it it just didn't work for me and and so, I mean, you detracted from your hunty foil. goodness. Yes, exactly. Um, it's like you know my mind. Uh, no, but I loved, I loved Tom Cruise. I loved what he did. I love his commitment to this role, and I love the subtleties he has that really have 
I feel like gotten it better and better since Ghost Protocol. And I just, I enjoy all of that. It makes me happy. I love watching him. Uh, the end fight sequence was ridiculous, but in like a hilarious and wonderful way. Up, like yeah. It was ridiculous, yeah. but I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah, there was up until the second time the winch catches. Like the first time the winch caught, I was like, okay. And then when it caught again, I was like, there's no way that, that is, hook that, that is, is the that strongest strong. fucking hook ever. Yeah. No, it's no, 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 no. No. Nope. <laughs> I yeah, that that thing was ridiculous. And then it's down to that last second. You see him hanging and he's just got it in his mouth and he spits it out and it's just like it was something. Okay. Whatever. Of course. I mean, of course, yeah. but I don't know. I kind of would have liked it to have just been that like he didn't want him to get away mm-hmm. and so he it was more about not wanting him to get away and that they could defuse the bomb. Right. And just, like, have that be their thing. And his thing was more about, like, you are, like, we. I just can't have you not be imprisoned because you're a bad dude. It was a, it was a hat on a hat. It was just one further complication to the point where it was just too much. Like, it, it became yeah. ridiculous. Or more so ridiculous than, yeah, I, I, it's, it is funny. Like, they're the impossible mission force. And it's like, really, no. You guys are able to do it every single time in the nick of time. So, I mean, maybe a retitle of of your of your unit. Maybe the improbable mission force. <laughs> yeah, there was a, a funny tweet that was like, you know, I have been lied to five times, and I'm I'm just I'm starting to not believe you guys, and I'm gonna go to this movie. But if my heart gets broken again, <laughs> you will answer for it. But yeah, uh, let's talk about things that we didn't like. Oi. You want to go first? Yeah, or do you want I, to go I first? just, I, I, I felt bad because I, Bef- I wanted to, I wanted to like him. I wanted to. Can uh, can I, can I ask you a question before we go you into this? You can ask this? me a question anytime you like. I may not always answer, I'm but. I'm actually, I've been asked not, I've been asked not to say that because it sounds too serious when I'm like, can I ask you a question? Yeah. I can see I can see how the the guy who sits next to you in movies would would react that way. I don't think he likes no, it. Especially, I don't think yeah, he likes I don't when think, I, when I, don't I talk think anyone like that. getting uh, from their paramour a may I ask you a question? Uh, yeah, it, it just often, hackles hackles go often up. Often it isn't. <laughs> often it isn't serious. Often it's more curiosity stuff. But you know, sometimes it, yeah, I guess sometimes I'm, I, I don't know. I'm just I'm I suck. <laughs> No so one said that. Did you call? Did you call the true identity of John yes, Lark 100%, within the first thirty yeah. minutes of this? Me too. Me too. And that is my biggest rewrite. Is it was so fucking obvious. I was obvious really that hoping they would they would like trick me. I was hoping and it would be to. Angela Bassett. I w- if it was Angela well, Bassett, what, I would have like thrown the popcorn I didn't buy. Yeah, I I I got really frustrated about that because the second they introduced that there was this character named John Lark. I assumed it was going, it was going to be this yeah. guy. Like there, there was just so they introduced this character, John Lark, and he's supposedly working with the apostles, supposedly working with this nuclear scientist, engineer, nuclear weapons engineer guy, and also somehow like trying to get Solomon Lane out. And I immediately assumed it was him. 
And then when they ha- he handed the phone and it wasn't cracked, I was like, oh my God, like way to ruin it. But yeah, no, I they, didn't trust they, him they from telegraphed like, that the one. second he was introduced. And then their interaction, their interaction in the plane. Yeah, the interaction on the plane and that whole thing. Like it just felt weird. I didn't like it. I don't know what it was, but that was missing exactly to me, but it was just not good to me. And then he got struck by lightning. It was unnecessarily adversarial, where it's like there's no way that John Lark could be as careful and achieve as much shadowy back alley bullshit as they list in his dossier if he was just a dick to everyone all the time. And I just... I, I I love you, Henry Cavill, but I did not love you in this. It was it was rough. It no. wasn't. You're, the look was great. The mustache was mm-hmm. good. His fight his fight mustache. choreography in the bathroom was good. Um, that I loved the like the sleeve thing. That's <laughs> like I mean they they spoiled that in the in the trailer. But it, it but, still like, works. That was a great little move. And um, uh, yeah. you know I even liked uh, him getting his face all acided up a little bit. Uh, I I liked yeah right. I was like whoa. It's Cyborg Superman, if you give it a minute. Um, But he, and a lot of it's the writing. A lot of it's just the character. But just he he always, he just felt real one note. Just a little flat the whole time. And that's, you know, it happens. Yeah, and it was, it seemed clear. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I agree wholeheartedly. He, if I, he was my other, um, he was my other pick. I, I I learned from Ant Man and Wasp, and just I had two for everything. <laughs> and so I assumed what I thought you would take, and I tried not to take those. But I I liked I I really I kind of wanted to choose your wild card, but it's okay. I like my wild card too. Uh, but no, he he sucked. He's it, like it just he wasn't right for this role. He wasn't nuanced, but also part of it was just the script. Like they just they made it too obvious, and so they made it so that the reveal didn't feel good. Like that he was bad. Like we we're it was just like okay. Yeah, I know. That's that's like, how it yeah. felt. It wasn't. And it just yeah, and that's that's not fun. Like when you find out John Boyd's alive, like that's when you start assuming in the first one that he is the bad guy. That he's still alive. And then when they do that really terrible flashback to the Bible from the Chicago hotel, and you're like, yeah, no, I already figured it out. You don't, like, I, I already saw it in Ethan's eyes. It's okay. They're, they are notoriously yeah. bad with reveals in here. Unless it involves a mask, it's rarely executed well. And I love that they are down to this point that they make fun of the mask stuff too. And it makes it far more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Like it, it really does that they they, ha- they use the mask so much in the second one. Like the first one a bit, second one like a lot. It felt like from like moment one on the yep. plane. And so I, I mean like really I do enjoy that they really have, they've accepted and just become okay with all yeah. of it. Uh, but yeah, and so for me, my my negative, my character I could have done with that. It's not honestly the actor. I liked him in the la- in the fifth movie. It's just what they did with the character. It felt very obvious, and so I chose Alec Baldwin, who's the secretary of uh, uh, IMF. Um, and 
I liked him. I felt like he was in the fifth movie. I thought he was really fun, mm-hmm. and I loved him working with Jeremy Renner. Like he and Jeremy Renner as like a opposing sides was really really entertaining to me. I didn't like it because he was just like the exposition was just so much in the first scene he was with Ethan, where he's like, "This is why what you see is like your curse. I see as." as a benefit for you. And this is why I moved from the CIA. It was a lateral move. Some would even say a step down, but it's because of you, Ethan, because you choose one person over millions. And this is obviously going to be of an effect of later in the storyline. And then I'm going to say how I can see how this is fun. And then I'm going to get stabbed a few minutes later. And it's just like, it's so obvious what's happening with him. And I just, it was just so ridiculous. It was so bad. And so that was, it wasn't Alec Baldwin per se. It was, they gave him such, such a little amount to work with, such a poor script. And so his death was so clearly in the cards for this. Yeah, it was, it was very evident what was going to happen with that. Well, I mean, the director or the secretary of IMF is basically like being the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher at Hogwarts. Ha. Like, <laughs> you're not lasting long. Nope. Not but bit. yeah, so so I I mean my stuff. He wasn't on enough for me to have a whole lot. No. Of, like it wasn't like Henry Cavill, like where it's like you know there's so much to pick apart. It was just those two scenes. They gave him a shit script, and it was very, it was very assumed what was going to happen he had some a few little funny moments Mm -hmm. that was it yep so i expected more of alec baldwin i don't blame you i don't blame you one bit um and you know this movie doesn't have a lot of surprises but it does have some pleasant character surprises i think there there were there are additions here that we both really liked um i was hesitant when they decided that they were going to bring back Sean back, Harris. A bad guy. I was like, but he was just, we just had it. We just saw this guy. But uh, they they used him well. Would you agree? I would. I would say he is my wild card choice. Thanks for uh, lining that one up real nice. Yep. No, he was... He was he was my wild card. I liked him a lot in the fifth one. I didn't have high hopes for him because like I assumed I honestly assumed he'd just be a, a first act villain, and there'd be something to do with him at the beginning, and then it would be done. Yeah. So I liked the twist with that. That was surprising to me. I obviously knew he was going to be in it because there is that very cool scene of him in the truck. Yeah taking the deep breath as the wave the the water's coming at him which i think is a very cool scene i think that whole thing very yeah, cool yeah it was dope <laughs> um his extraction was great so i really really liked that i i and i i don't know i i thought his character was interesting i thought the evolution of his character was very interesting and you know i'm kind of glad he didn't die because i felt like that was what he wanted but I did find that he, that he really his sole thing was revenge. Like he just he did not 
really, I mean, like he was doing all of this, but he's just, he's kind of just this anarchist. And you kind of see where Ethan could go with with uh, with with the John Lark and the Solomon Lane mm-hmm. aspect of the story, you could see where he could go, and how. But like, it shows like a weaker character from, and I think I I mean like I think it works because it shows that if Ethan Hunt didn't have these people that he knows relies on them, and he rely uh, and he it's it's a mutual admiration society of him and his team and like Ilsa and stuff like that and if but if he didn't have them you could see where it could go because these guys are clearly you know they're solo acts and so I really did like Solomon I liked that he did not give up he can fight like he can still really fight and you sort of see him as this like weak guy at parts but he I love how he acts with his eyes those are such wonderful moments uh he has the he has the potential to look like a very sweet old grandpa while still also being a terrifying person. <laughs> yeah. And so I like that about him. Yeah, he was, uh, I think, a far more interesting and effective villain the second time around. Um, well, maybe not more effective, but he was more interesting the second time around, but he was definitely more effective than uh, than John Lark. Because, yeah. Yeah. But, no, he did, he did a stellar job. Um but we also yeah. we also had sort of a a slew of new characters yeah. that were kind of gray area characters which were really fun and my favorite thing about it was it it was a callback to the first movie Vanessa Redgrave's kids <laughs> I love it Did you not realize that that yeah. that's the deal Like I no, I was explaining I just I, I I the thing that I thought was interesting about it was that they kept that whole setup but instead of you know in the first one when Vanessa Redgrave gets thwarted and she you know is gonna bargain for a deal or whatever the thing that was amazing to me is like the relationship kept going that's Mm -hmm. that's the thing here and if they can if they can explore that more deeply in in this follow-up movie I love I love the function. I of want that. her back. Yeah. Oh my god. I want her back. Oh. Yeah. She's great. Um. So. So tell me about your wild card. The, now that yeah, we've now given that we've her given, given her a build up. The White Widow was fantastic. She was played effortlessly by Vanessa Kirby, who all of us Americans know as Princess Margaret from uh, the first two seasons of mm-hmm. The Crown, and she was just. She's just delightful. She did a great job of being just fun enough, just coy enough, um, just different enough than what we were used to, but not, mm-hmm. I don't know. She wasn't a true femme. She wasn't a femme fatale. She wasn't another agent. She wielded power, but it was very much her own thing that she was in the middle yeah. of like she was she was playing her own game and oh look new players came yay like she had such a a playful vigor about her yeah she seemed she seemed like it was like a new toy for oh, her oh absolutely like she didn't take anything super seriously which i loved mm-hmm. about her oh yeah she had just the right amount of playfulness with the possibility of causing serious harm. Like she could have, she seemed like she had the ability to wreck your goddamn world. 
Um, yeah, and the blink and you'll miss it reference to her saying Max, and and then everyone going, <gasps> who remember who's recently watched the first Mission Impossible? Because I, I I have not recently watched. I'm glad it. you caught it because if I hadn't recently watched it, there's no way I would have I would have been like, who who the fuck? It's been it's been a while for me. Um, but no, I I love it. I I, I was funny actually because I'm pretty sure the guy who sits next to me at movies is. In the, a very high percentile of like, f- like fans of Mission Impossible mm-hmm. movies, like you know, in the top percent yeah. of people that love that movie, and I was talking, and I'm like, eh, I don't really think I'm in like the top percent. I think I'd be like in the top ten percent. And he's like, Oh no, like I think you're higher. And I'm like, Well, of women, yes. <laughs> like I think I I like the, these movies more than a lot of women do. <laughs> But yeah, uh, but I I think part of it, what I like about it is there are those little teaser moments to other films and that my memory, like that's where, how my memory works. Yeah. And so I love when, I love when it's explained to me or when I see it and I catch it myself and it's just this fun little callback. It's. It makes me happy. Yeah. And it's, it's nice to see them continuing the elements of past movies that worked and abandoning the ones that didn't, like Tom Cruise with long hair or getting the message in the sunglasses and just rock climbing for shits and giggles in the Australian outback. When you watch the opening of Mission Impossible 2, it's just like, wait, what the fuck am I watching? Was he just on vacation? <laughs> like, what was going on there? Yeah. I, yeah, I I enjoyed, I enjoyed this movie, though. Like, there were a few things that, you know lost me for a minute but nothing nothing awful nothing it was it's you know i think it's my second favorite probably i think it's my second favorite mission impossible movie but i think this was just it had all the elements for a really great action movie yeah. and it delivered. i loved that i i i saw it twice in a week and i w- did it did not disappoint me good yeah i'm glad it is good yeah did your movie pass work today? Uh, I just bought tickets because it was the IMAX. Yeah. Um, yeah, we went to eighth grade the other night, and it was that night that nothing on movie pass was working. Oh no! I was, um, but we like already got into the theater. I was just like, fine, like let's just buy the tickets. Um, and then I was like, we're getting the AMC thing. Yeah. Like I think that's just what we're gonna have to do. Because I would do Alamo Drafthouse, but they still haven't released it, and movie pass is gonna is gonna go bankrupt before. Oh yeah. Uh, Al- Alamo. I think Alamo Draft House is trying to bust it out, but they want it to be glitch free right, right now. And so, because like that's just, I mean, it's great, but also it's annoying. And so I was just like, yeah, I think AMC because you know then I don't have to worry about waiting and just like worrying about tickets. And you can also like go and see three features in one day if you want. Yeah. So and I tend to go and see about three movies a week. So I think it'll. I'm just and happy after- to be able to see a movie twice. That's that's kind of cool. With the yeah, I like that. I like that it's not like you can see IMAX. You can do that kind of thing, but also I enjoy. I would I would enjoy you know not having to just go wait till I get to the theater because who has the time uh, to come like thirty minutes early if you're coming after work. Um, but yeah, so I, I I'm I just want to get it. I think this will be my last month on Movie Pass. Sorry, Movie Pass. You're clearly going bankrupt, so. 
I, I can't do it. It was a... I need to see my It movies. was a gallant It was a fun effort. time. Yeah. We, I mean, we had a really fun time for like six months, yeah. like eight months, something like that. It's been since like the fall, I think. I, I feel as though um, uh, movie pass is owed the Sarah McLachlan treatment at this point. Uh, but yeah so so we, uh but it was funny though when i bought those two tickets to to the movie i was just like that is three months of movie pass yep so but i also it was that nice realization of that is also one month of the amc studs and then or the amc like whatever it's called at plus like popcorn so i was like okay i can be fine with that I can do twenty dollars. There, there are worse things. There are worse things, like going to see eighth grade and then having to be the no eighth grade's really good. Go okay. see it; it's cool. good. Sorry to bother you. Is good. Very different movies though. <laughs> don't go on the same day because I don't think it's gonna. There, there's gonna be moments though that like your little heart where you think about like if you had a daughter, uh, he'll just like get like a little worked up. Don't. It was a, a little hard for the guy who sits next to me in movies. <laughs> I mean, it was hard for me, too, having been in eighth grade, uh, like a girl in eighth grade. Like, it, some of it felt just painfully true. But, yeah, enough of that. This was worth it for you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very yes. glad I went. Yeah. Very glad I spent my birthday um, to see this. Not my entire birthday. That'd be crazy. And then to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a lot. But it was a good time. Um, you know, my rewrites are very simple this go-around. Yeah. You could... The the lazy man's rewrite is to just fix John Lark. You fix John Lark, you fix the whole thing. Um, True. I would axe the apostles and just have John Lark be the last of the syndicate. Yeah, There's no, no point. I think that would yeah. make a lot I'm more like, sense. I'm like, why why waste yeah, my no, time? Yeah, no, I totally yeah. agree. Um, and then uh, rewrite a little bit of dialogue, um, including uh, Ving Rhames saying, you've been a bad boy. <laughs> I was like... What's happening? What are you? What What are you gonna do to him? Favorite favorite Ving Rhames line in this movie though was when he was talking to Alec Baldwin. He's like, "To be, to be honest, sir, you you weren't there, <laughs> or just yep. something like that." I can't remember exactly, what it was, but it was it was really really funny. I was like laugh crying. And, and, Ving, and, and Alec Baldwin looks at him and is like, "Yeah, no shit." <laughs> <laughs> no, I love um, no, so, sorry, I'm looking at my, my notes right now because I did them between the two and then I corrected them. So the John Lark thing was a big thing for me. Don't make it obvious who it is. Mm-hmm. Like really like tease us a bit. Make us question a few times. I love questioning. And then have it be him. Sure, that's great. Don't have the bomb be, <laughs> I love seeing the cat tail just moving like a shark bin. Dunna. Um, don't have the bomb be in two parts. Like, have it be a little simpler and just have Ethan be doing his thing because he, she, um, because, because John Lark threatened his ex-wife. Yeah. And, like, it became personal in that way. Mm-hmm. And it's that whole idea of, like, one person versus millions. So, yeah. So, just have Ethan be doing his thing. Have it be this, he find he needs that closure. He needs John Lark to come to justice. Um. And just, like, have them do the bomb thing. Have, ha, yeah, the Apostle thing was unnecessary. The exposition on Alec Baldwin's character, unnecessary. Just have him do his job and have the little twist where he was on Ethan's side. 
and uh, have the whole phone thing be less obvious. Like if he's going to do it, just have him sending the phone and like maybe later when Angela Bassett's in her office mm-hmm. and she's like, she's handing it to someone, it doesn't have a crack. And then you're like, <gasps> but it was just, it was, yeah. Like, but have it be like a half an hour. If you're going to do it, have it be like a half an hour later. Yeah. But yeah, but mainly fix John Lark, exclamation point, exclamation point. And uh, in those scenes between where it's John Lark and and Solomon Lane have Solomon Lane talk more. Yeah. It's just better. Just better. And oh, and Ving Rhymes at the beginning and end not in the middle. Yeah. Have him be in the van. Just have him be in the yeah. van. It's not okay. In support. He he he's good in the van. Yeah. You I stay like in the van, being, Ving you know, Rhymes. You stay in the, the van. Yeah, if you were to, assuming we're going on Mission Impossible, Blank. colon, yeah. something, what what would your title be? Well, I think actually, I don't want to be a dick, but I'm pretty sure it's Mission, colon, impossible, hyphen. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's your birthday. Let's just say okay and move forward. <laughs> okay. Um, I would go with Mission impossible bizarro because we 100% had bizarro Superman in this I like that yeah I like it and I mean it's good it's good and it's a it's a nice nod for the DC fans because they don't get they don't get enough they don't get many nods like that's poor poor them they don't they don't get a lot poor us poor me poor us yeah I'm sorry poor you poor Maya it's hard. It's hard. If out I'm here. talking comic books, yeah, DC I I feel is is better, but I mean, it's just for film. I just can't. It's hard. I can't. It's hard out here. It's really hard. I mean, it's hard out here for a DC fan. Um I should get you a shirt made. Yeah. Um Okay, mine. My title would be Mission Impossible Song of Solomon. Uh-huh. It's kind of funny. I like it. Why did Solomon yeah, so. have a have apostles? That doesn't make any sense. I know. I mean, like, and it felt like it was they were trying to be biblical, like because they were t- like the whole thing of like uh, with the original thing that uh, the the fake broadcast that it was all the like religious sites, and I was just like, I'm so confused what they're trying to do right now. But yeah, and what did they ultimate- what did they do with the nuclear scientist? Oh, that's what you. There's a rewrite. That's what you do with Ving Rhames. Have him babysit the nuclear scientist because they're going to use him to defuse the bombs at the end. There you go. Done. Uh, this, we should write the next Mission Impossible movie, guys. We're available. Yeah, if uh, Christopher McQuarrie, if you're if you're not uh, if you're not feeling it, if you'd rather we'll write uh, the Usual Suspects too, because I hear Kevin Spacey's looking for a project. So if you'd rather do that, then we'll write it. Yeah. We'll have some fun with that. Yeah. I would I would lo- I would love that. All right, Dan, what's next on our docket? Oh god. Um what is next? What are we going to see next, Adair? Oh, I mean, Mamma Mia 2? Here we go again? Um I believe it's supposed to be called Daughter Mia. <laughs> Shout out to Austin. That was his joke. 
Uh, of course it is. I know. Do you want to do the Meg? <laughs> so, you know, I got really excited that there was a movie with my name in it. And then I found out it was about a gigantic prehistoric shark. And I was like, nope. Um, no, we Ooh, can do it uh, if you want. What about the Black Klansman? I really do. Can we do like an independent movie discussion and you try and see a few like eighth grade? I'll see what I can get seen you. before then. Yeah. Yeah, In and this like trying cultural do... wasteland. Yeah, so and try we can do, um, we can try and do a few of them then. Yeah, would that work? Yeah, yeah. I I would love to. I would love to do Black Klansmen. Sorry to bother you. Eighth grade. Um, there's I mean there's a few really great independent films that have come out that I really didn't expect. Like they weren't things that I was like ah yes this is the this is the film of the summer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would be totally down. I lost my dog. She's being quiet. I'm really freaked out. I don't know where she went. Oh, well. Keep riding. It's like, oh, God. Oh, God. What do I do? And then I'm just like, <laughs> no, bye. No, 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 no. Happy birthday. Bye. <laughs> I don't care. No. A Secret Weapon Production.